Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome back to Talking Codswallop. I'm Gemma and I'm the host of this show, just in case you guys have forgotten because it has been quite a while since I last recorded. So um, I just wanted to put out an episode. It's probably going to be a bit of a short one again because I'm doing a solo podcast this time. But I wanted to give you the highlights and potentially a few lowlights of 2017. Now, I bet you're thinking... It's the middle of January. Why are you doing a podcast about 2017? Surely this should have been done in December. Well, as traditionally you know, I don't like to follow traditions. I like to um, keep you waiting a couple of months after the effect. So I'm not even going to number this episode. I'm actually just going to like say this is the new episode and um, go from there really. Right, so getting into it really, um, this year, uh, well sorry not this year but 2017 was actually a really exciting year for me. There was a few um, downsides of course but I'll get into them a bit later and I'll already touch upon them briefly because at the end of the day you don't want to listen to all my problems because as much as we are lovely as a human race we don't want to hear other people's problems so I will start with April. April was a fantastic month for me um, because not only is it my birthday in April, which yay me, a fantastic time of month. Uh, Oh, time of the month. (laughs) Didn't mean that. (laughs) Oh dear. This is on for a good start. (laughs) Um, So April is obviously a very good time of the year for me uh, because I get lots of presents and things like that. So that's always a fun thing. But this April, we were joined by the comic book men, uh, minus Walt, and they were at Edinburgh Comic Con. Uh, Edinburgh Comic Con was... It was brilliant, actually. It was quite an intimate Comic Con, so... Having been to London, I can now say that it is an interpret one. This was actually my first uh, Comic-Con that I'd ever been to, so I really wasn't knowing what to expect. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a long weekend. I got to meet up with all of my aunt friends, so that was fantastic. So we arrived on the Friday, and already the shots started, because my dear friend, Kerry 
who is a lovable New Zealander. And I think she might be a borderline alcoholic, but a very lovable alcoholic. I, I do love her so much. Um, if you want to follow her on Twitter, she's at FlapsMcGee83, I believe. Um, if that's wrong, I'll edit in the actual Twitter handle in a moment. But OK, I paused for effects so that I could actually find the spot that I actually did the error. So just in case, just in case, you know, because my editing skills are not up to scratch still. Um, just very quickly, just to tap on that. The reason why there has been the delay is because um, I'm actually doing the course with Declan to learn how to edit podcasts perfectly, basically. You know, he, you see what he does for Tell Him Steve Dave. But unfortunately, that has been delayed due to the Christmas episode being later than it was planned um, and a few other TSD projects because, of course, that has to come first for Declan. So, And that's I understand it because as a listener of that podcast and a majority of you all are listeners of that podcast too, we want to have our episodes, don't we? So I, I do understand and I'm fully happy to wait for Declan because I know he's good for it. So, right, getting back to Edinburgh, we... Um, we all went in on the Saturday. I think that was the first day anyway. And, you know, it's nearly a year away. So you have to bear with me if I make mistakes. When we went in there, we literally headed to find the guys. So Brian Johnson came over. Uh, Ming Chen came over. And Mike Zapsik Zap, uh, came over as well. Ming Chen had already been out with us on the Friday evening. And he came out for drinks. And that was quite entertaining. He... He is actually a really funny guy and I know he gets a lot of stick from Brian Johnson but he's also very sweet as well so uh, also to the point that I knocked over a glass of water as, as I was trying to pass him and the table and uh, he said oh check out that booty so, so that was quite embarrassing but also quite funny as well so um, yeah he is an absolutely lovely guy so you've ever get a chance to meet Ming Chen then I highly recommend it because literally like Brian Johnson says and I think also Mike says as well he is just he is on fire basically he is just like he's taken loads of cocaine and he's so hyperactive but I'm sure that that's not the case I'm sure he doesn't do drugs blah 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 whatever whatever he wants to do in his personal time is not any of our business so go for it Meng I mean you know as long as you spend some time with your family because I know it's a running joke but hopefully you actually do <laughs> so that evening yeah that was fantastic he came out to play um and yeah he nearly got run over by a bus as well that evening as well which was horrifying <laughs> he was just decided to uh, ironically jaywalk um and yeah after quite a few drinks he decided that yeah running out in front of a bus would have been a good idea but luckily luckily we can say that he didn't get squished so thank god for that because that would have been a bad thing on our conscience um right so I'm all over the place as usual because I'm talking to myself. Um, but hey, you know, <laughs> you, hopefully you can keep up. So on the Saturday, that was when the con first started. And we all dressed up in ant attire. Um, some people wore just T-shirts. My friend Kerry, who I was speaking about earlier, she uh, she was dressed up as 
a, uh, the TSD superhero, um, which looked very cute. So if I've got any pictures of this, I will post them up. Obviously, I'll check with Carrie first. And myself, I actually wore... Uh, I dressed up as an army ant, so I had a little baseball cap with ant antennas and also had um, the ant t-shirt, but I sort of cut it up into a, like a vest top and, you know, uh, just went went all out. Um, it was so fantastic actually seeing everybody in their cosplay, uh, not, not necessarily in our group, but outside of the group. And, oh, there was a guy called, uh, he's called, Justin but he on Twitter he's called D Bry so it's D hyphen Bry and he oh, his was absolutely astounding he made a paper mache um uh four color demons mask that he wore um I mean he didn't wear it for the whole time but oh my god the work that actually went into this was fantastic I just honestly he is so talented. There's so many talented ants out there and he's so talented that he should definitely get some recognition for that one. So yes, we all went into a corner and if you've if you've listened to Hello Blue, then I'm probably repeating a bit of myself, but you know, there's other people that potentially don't listen to Hello Blue, so you're hearing this for the first time. And hell, Kevin Smith has got five podcasts, five podcasts, and he repeats himself constantly. So allow me to repeat myself once. <laughs> so yes, we all went over and we met up with Brian Johnson, Ming Chen, and Mike Sapsik, and it was so brilliant. They're so cool guys. And, oh God, I sound like I'm absolutely gushing. And I'm really not meaning it in a gushy, gushy way. Um, but they just were. They were such nice guys. Even Brian Johnson. <laughs> um, and to the point that me and Brian Johnson arranged to do a interview. It's about a 20-minute interview. And I'm going to play it for you very soon. That's the kind of reason why I'm doing the build-up. So that I'm actually going to share the interviews that I got with people this year. So again, I keep saying this year, you just time travel yourself back to 2017 and then that's the year that I'm referring to. So I managed to get behind the scenes at the convention and I actually went into the green room as well, which was really exciting. But at the same time, I was shaking like a leaf. I was in the green room and waiting for, for Brian to finish his lunch because I didn't want to interrupt that just chatting away and I was chatting with Julia Zapsik and she is oh god again I'm gonna say adorable but whatever she was absolutely lovely um you know I sort of said to her that I felt really nervous and she was so reassuring and she made me feel so much better about myself so and uh yeah of course Brian Johnson then gave me a little bit of stick and I took it because he was good enough to give me an interview so um so yes so i'm gonna play that interview for you now and i hope that you enjoy it this is brian johnson and you're listening to the hullabaloo podcast on the npwo new pod world order network uh Gemma, i hate to correct your your copy here but uh it should be y-o-u apostrophe r-e oh, it's, it's not the possessive Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> First okay. off, something that nobody can see. I'm going to criticize you about. Okay. Well, I'm dyslexic, so I'm ever so sorry are you? about that. Yeah. So are you, are you good at dyslexia? <laughs> I am actually. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> I actually do quite um, enjoy that game. 
I do it a lot better than you guys. Wait, that's a, that's not a, punctuation is not like you can't explain away punctuation with dyslexia though. Yeah, you can. That's bullshit. No, can that's a bullshit excuse, like. right? <laughs> that doesn't sound accurate. You can do anything that you want to do when you choose right. to. Yeah, otherwise, you're shaming somebody. I get you. <laughs> well, thank you very much for in, uh, allowing me to interview you. I didn't get that that sentence out very well at all. I'm nervous. Why? <laughs> Why would you be nervous? Because I'm not drinking, and I was talking to you much better last night when I was uh, when I was drunk. <laughs> um, I was just going to say about the website, but um, a fantastic website that you've got now. After the, all those years, all those years, I'm saying we're going to do it. Yes, and we did it. Yeah. Eventually, everything happens. <laughs> which is sometimes it takes a lot longer than we expect it to. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what is this new Pod World Order? It sounds very self-important yeah what's well, going on with you guys it's actually a um it's a podcasting network it's a bit like sir um is it sir yeah. Kevin Smith? yeah mm-hmm. so we've got a very similar thing to that um but it's new pod world order and it's all of the ants have come together and we all any of our podcasts that we do we put them through that basically Gotcha. And yours is the Hullabaloo podcast. And I got yes. bad news for you because I listened to a little bit of your first episode. Oh, okay. You, you got five people on it. Yes. You're going to need to jettison two. You got to decide who to kick off now. Oh, no. Five is too many. Do you, it's too many people. Do you think that Four I people be... is really too much. So really you're going to have to knock it down to three. Who, do you, who are your first two cuts? Oh, God. You're the one here getting this done, so you're going to get to make the cuts. Who are you cutting? Oof. Well, I can't, I can't cut the two people that do the editing. Um, oh, I just learned to edit. Well, I could learn. Yeah. yeah. So, so they boom, are bit, they're gone. They are a bit like the editing Nazis, though. So. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> like, when you put Nazi after anything, it doesn't really sound that good. No, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> but they literally find tooth comb, yeah, do mm-hmm. the editing. And, they do and you don't trust Declan? Declan oh, Quinn, master editor? Just can't afford him. Oh, is he too expensive? <laughs> yeah, well, oh my God. these guys are free. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> All right. It's always much better. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm sure. So you're only keeping them on because they edit, not because they provide any entertaining or valuable content. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna love me for saying that, aren't they? <laughs> no, we've got we've got Dave and Jerry who do the editing, but they are brilliant. Okay, Dave and Jerry and you and, and Woody. Woody. Yep, who's the Canadian? Okay. And we've got Julie, who's the other um, American. Okay. So how did you decide on these five people? Well, we recorded a Christmas podcast for um, Dave's podcast, which is called Cult of Dave. Mm-hmm. And we just seemed to gel really well. So we, we went on and uh, we were trying to find out what kind of name we should use. And because that episode had been called The Hollabaloo. Mm-hmm. And that's how... So that's where you got the name from. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're quite proud of it, to be honest. We'll make it work. I don't think I can cut any of us. You got it. You're yeah. going yeah, to. Well, I'd have to cut the myself it, then because no, I'm not going to cut anybody else. That's so. the way it goes. Like like sometimes a band, they're like, look, man, we got some fat. We got to cut down so it's lean. Yeah. So what about the American? How's she? Yeah, she's lovely too. Yeah, you like it, but it's not about being nice. I know, but I'm too nice. I can't cut people. You want me to cut people for you? I'll yeah. listen to the whole episode and then I'll tell you who to listen cut. Listen to the second episode okay. and tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first, second episode is way better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's tough at first, right? Yes, it is. You know? Trying to find your feet. We're all doing it via Skype, of course, because obviously... That makes it countries. even more difficult. Yeah. 
and sometimes if I'm using my iPad, we're not able. I'm not able to see them. It's only vocal from my point of view. Right. So you're. So, it's like you're on the phone. Yeah. Kinda, or I'm listening with four different people. Like you're on a party line. Like yeah. back in the '80s. Like I remember they. Um, like some kids in junior high, like found a number, and if you called into this number, it would just automatically connect everybody. So it would like spread throughout a couple towns, and then you're on the phone with like like a hundred people, and some of them you don't know, so everybody's introducing themselves. So it's kind of what it sounds like, a, a, like a newfangled party line. Oh, okay. Do you not like us then? Is that what you're telling? No, me? I'm saying like maybe you change the name of the podcast to the Newfangled Party Line. <laughs> maybe you do that. <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, we were toying with the idea of. Um, having quite a few different names so you never know hello I mean, loser right That's yeah not bad we like it we like it, it nah, stick with it then on. yeah definitely the same thing got... happened to us man we didn't know if it was going to be joint counter joint we didn't know if it was going to be tom stew dave tales from the coat you know there are a couple uh, iterations before kevin think... said it's going to be called tell him steve dave <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to be uh we were going to be snail trails and puppy dog tails <laughs> There That's a long one. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a mouthful. Um, there was a few. I think it was No Filter was another one, but there was quite a few podcasts that were actually with that name. Because what we tried to do is we're like a no, you know, we'll talk literally about anything sort of. Right. That's what we're trying to represent. Um, okay. Yeah, some girl was talking about, what was she talking about? Um, Brazilians. Was that the American girl? Yeah. Okay. I think, if I'm not mistaken, though, I think a Brazilian is the landing strip, and a Hollywood is... That's what I thought, too. I'm educating girls about this. Come on. I know, you're not educating me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she's got to have her fucking facts straight, man. Otherwise, you got to call her out on it and and expose her right on the podcast. That's what you should have done. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for that. (laughs) You were waiting for the sass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just to be like, oh, Julie. Oh, Julie. Yeah. (laughs) Have I met Julie? I don't know. You have, yeah. She came to the um, May podcast. Um. Oh, okay. She, in, uh, she came running Asbury. up to you and said, um, throbbing member, because she'd okay. actually tweeted you to say Oh, okay. It. And then, right. and then you sort of looked at her and was like, yeah. what? <laughs> so if you can say throbbing member for her. Yeah, throbbing member. <laughs> that goes out to you, Julie. And it's a Hollywood. <laughs> and it's a Hollywood, definitely. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know with the, the four color demon numbers? Yes. Are we allowed to get into that a little bit or? I mean I'll tell you what I know which is almost nothing they sent me a number and that's that's okay. what I know and I and I asked if Sage could have number six I think it was or something yeah I'm assuming Q is number one that would make sense yeah um, he's the leader of the pack sort of thing right um but yeah I, I wasn't aware there were questions surrounding numbers <laughs> well there have been a few that have been um brought up which is who's got um triple four who's got Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. I didn't. um, uh, That's probably a Q thing. Yeah, like he he would know if anybody does have it. I'm not sure. They might be just reserving it. I'm sure. I mean, I know at one point they're going to make Hitler remember, but that seemed like a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) So six 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 seems like a really good idea for him. Yeah, it would be Satan. Yeah, or Satan. Yeah, one of the two. Weasel Bob. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about the numbers. I do know people got like upset if they didn't get under like number one thousand. Which I know, like people are like that with like statues and shit mm-hmm. and like numbered editions. I'm like, if you don't get number one, what difference does it make? Anything else after that is, well, who cares? Yeah, you got a number. You got an ID yeah. card. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of um, updating my tattoo and putting my number on the helmet. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to check because I know what you guys are like. <laughs> I wanted to wait <laughs> just in case because I right. might end up with a tattoo. In case, it, in case the, the club folds. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or all of the numbers get deleted and then I have to change it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> So yeah, there's, I don't think there's 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 no uh, conspiracy behind those those certain numbers, as far as I know. No. Yeah, I didn't ask, I didn't care enough, really. No, fair I enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, like I don't either. It's just a it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? And that's the reason why you oh, yeah. have done it. Yeah. You, you know, because you, like, you can do it. Well, yeah. some people are they're like they accused Q of coming up with it uh, to sell shirts and shit, which is. We never do anything no, I know. to sell anything. It's just like it was one of those things where people are like, oh, well, that would be cool to have that. Mm. And we weren't even going to do it at first. And then we went to, Q and I went to a, a motorcycle show a couple of years ago. And like Hell's Angels had a table there, just like at a Comic-Con, like they had a table. And we showed them the design and we're like, is this too close to Hell's Angels? And they're like, no, you know, as long as you don't put a rocker on it with the, you know, claiming any territory or whatever. I want to put a rocker like 35 Broad Street, you know. That would be quite cool. Um but you never know. Like maybe that's part of some motorcycle club's territory, and you get shot off your bike or something. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Not really. We never do anything with the intention of making money off of it. If it happens, and it happens. If not, then we're just we just do it because we like to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like you're doing it, like. Because it's fun. Yeah, you do it because it's fun. Enjoy. Yeah. The most fun, fun is when you cut people out too. Like when you have five people and you get to cut two out. Like you get to like decide their fate. That's that's most. But we, there were two uh, other members of Tom Steve Day before we cut them out. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You don't hear about them. <laughs> well, I nearly we nearly did lose um, Woody because um, of my stupid sense of humor. I thought because obviously I hate. So I you guys were going to call it no filter, and then he got offended at something. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, basically, it was a kind of off recording, and um, we were just chatting. And um, because I couldn't see who had left the room, because they were all talking about the fact that they needed to go or whatever, I jokingly said, "Oh, thank God he's gone." Uh, just and a, then he got offended by that. Yeah, he got a bit upset. Wow, but, he's um, the Canadian guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're um, nice. Yeah, they're they're nice there. Yeah, but we um, yeah, so we nearly lost we nearly lost Woody because of my silly sense of humour. But we have made up now. Yes, and he's accepted my apology as well, so (laughs) which is good. Infighting before the first uh, episode even drops, huh? (laughs) It's really really clever, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. You get rid of Woody now, (laughs) right? Because you've already got a history. Yeah, but his name's Woody. That's only going to take you so far. I got news for you. (laughs) (laughs) We got Woody, Humphreys. um, So hump. We got butt. Butler, and I'm Williams, so we've got a Willie as well. <laughs> okay, so it's all like like elementary school, like euphemisms for body, for yeah. sexual body parts, all right. We didn't do it on purpose, but that happened. Just, yeah, it was just a happy accident. <laughs> yes. And how is um, Vulgar 2 coming along? Vulgar 2, I was just, where was I? Uh, where did I just go? Oh, Pittsburgh. And uh, had breakfast with O'Halloran, Ryan O'Halloran, who played the clown in the first movie. Yep. And we talked about, because really, the the movie is like, what would this guy be doing 20 years later? Mm-hmm. Obviously, no children's show host would have, like, longevity. It's not like Sesame Street. It's like, you know, it's, it's more like a Barney or something like that. So he would have had his time, and then it would have passed. So 
what I had to do is come up with like what would he have done? What would his trajectory have been? And then how does he return to something that is actually interesting, right? Yeah. So uh, I wrote the treatment, talked to a Halloran. He had a couple ideas for the character, and I'm writing it now. I had like 50 pages, and I didn't like a bunch of them, so I'm down back down to like 30. But so far, so good. I'll probably like, what, what month are we in? April? Probably, probably by yeah. June. Probably by June, the first draft will be will be ready, and then hopefully after, well, assuming we do Comic Book Men season seven, after that, like I want to use the crew that we use to shoot the the show, just use their whole crew and shoot the movie. So if we can get it done that quickly, by like I don't know October or whatever, get ready to shoot. You know, we could be potentially done by the end of the year. Hopefully, I'll see. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. I say a lot of shit, and then you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm over in October, so I'm, I'm completely oh, happy go. to be a guest star. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> be a victim or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, and then you'll take off, and and like everyone yeah. will be jealous. Like on the podcast, they'll be jealous of you, yeah. and they might jettison you. I know. And then they're not going to part of Hollow Blue anymore. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better be careful. I, I will be the vulgar queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it seems to fit in with the theme of the show. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm looking for a green card anyway. So you know. Are you really? Yeah. You want to leave? Yeah, I'm a bit bored of this country. It's always raining. It, yeah, it does rain here. We're in Scotland. Did we say that? I don't know. Well, we're in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scotland, it rains. Yeah, it, it rains. It, like it's always misty and shit. Yeah. It's and always cold and damp. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. I think I think last year we probably got about four days of sunshine. <laughs> Not really. That's crazy. But that's, it's it, worse than like Seattle. It. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of places in in America that like they have seasons rather than just like shitty all the time. You mm. know. But yeah, well, huh? get him as a girlfriend. I said maybe could have married yeah. him. I know I could have because I was in the country at the time, so I could have married him. But oh, damn. I hadn't sent my uh, application across. Need already chosen. Yeah, you fucked up. I know. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> didn't realise. <laughs> yeah, I could have stayed a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I too would have been ignored by Gitm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but instead, I've now got a picture of him where um, kissing him on the cheek, and he's kissing me. So mm-hmm. probably, yeah, slightly infected. I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> if Pam and Edgar were trapped in a burning house, who would you save first? After I got done jerking off while watching it, yes. um, <laughs> neither of them, because then both of their insurance policies would kick in. Um, I would cool. hope that it was during a holiday so that like my brothers and sister were also in there. Yeah. They would burn, and I would be the sole beneficiary to the, the Johnson Empire. Fantastic. And obviously yeah. Sage would be with you. Oh, so. of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I wouldn't leave her with those people. Of course she's with me. Yeah. In fact, we started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> we planned it. Yeah. She's an aspiring arsonist. Do you think it's better to have loved and lost or not loved at all? Loved and lost or not loved at all? Well, that's a, that's a difficult question because really, can you answer it if you have never loved at all? Because then you don't know what it really feels like to have mm. loved and lost. Um of course not, man. I mean, what is, what is life but just like a series of ever-changing chaotic events and shifting emotions and shit. So getting your heart broken or whatever the fuck, that sounds kind of corny and shit, right? Mm. To say that, but it's, you know, 
It's everything that happens shapes you into who you are. Mm. So if you're okay with who you are, then, and part of that is like, you love somebody and then they fucking died or left you or whatever, then, you know, like all you're doing when you go through life is just like absorbing all these experiences and making them a part of you. So I would say loved and lost. If you never love at all, then you're like Ming, you're a sociopath, right? So Right, who mm-hmm. wants to be that? <laughs> Nobody wants to be that. No, definitely. Except not. for Ming. Ming seems entirely content with it. So Yeah, he seems quite happy, doesn't he? So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loved and lost. Unless you do it too much, then then you have to start examining yourself. Like maybe it's my fault mm. that I'm loving and losing all the time. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Because automatically you're you're gonna be you're gonna want to blame the other person. Like, oh well, they're the reason that. Mm. You know, if they died, it's definitely their fault. If they left you or or for whatever reason, then it's their fault. But you know, if not, then you have to sort of examine. Well, what did I do? Me, I like to be faultless, so I don't. I never examine it. Yeah, yeah. I never do anything wrong. Either, Somebody so. else's fault. <laughs> they, you know, they fucked up, not me. Yeah. Yeah, because like I've got, I had quite a traumatic relationship about six years ago, and sort of in the last six years, I haven't really dated anyone because of that. So I thought that, yeah, I was interested, but I kind of shut myself off to. Traumatic in what way? He was very abusive, and he was. Um, it mentally, and he also just kept cheating on me and everything as well. So, and then um, you look back and you're like, because there was there was definitely like a tipping point. But even before that, mm. you probably look back and you're like, oh, I should have broken up with him this time, or I should yeah. have broken up with him that time, and then you start like, why the fuck didn't I? Yeah. Right. Every, every everybody does that, I think. Yeah, I felt trapped, but then instead of sort of verbalizing it, I. Um, sort of ate my feelings you know, mm-hmm. kept it all inside and now I'm trying to sort of lose the weight so that I can um, get right. back out there really <laughs> well, yeah and like stop letting this the, 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 the ghost of this guy affect you right yeah um, I'm letting him win at the moment kind of yeah because you're it's not like you're pining for him but at the same time there's a certain level of influence he has over your life that you don't want him to have and you can you, you can make it so he doesn't have that, mm. you know? Uh, what a dick. Why are you? I don't understand. And it's not like, it's not just guys. Girls are mentally abusive and some girls are like super physically abusive. Yeah. And then a guy is like, what am I going to do? Like there's, there's girls attacking me. Yeah. But if you even put your hands up to like stop it, then everyone's like, oh, what an asshole. And no one would ever believe you of, you know, the girl's like, oh, he hit me. It's like automatically you hit her. And even if it's like later on, she's like, I was lying. He didn't hit me. It's like, nah, he hit her. Yeah. Like nobody ever believes the guy, but yeah, I've had girlfriends attack me in the past, you know, yeah. for saying shit because I'll, that's what I'll do, like you know. Yeah, they might punch you in the arm, or well, yeah. I suppose it's a bit more than that, obviously. <laughs> well, like in an argument, yeah, like I'll get very like, like psychological on them and then like and frustrate them to the point where that that's what they do, you know. Sometimes just act out, yeah, and uh, attack you, but. That's almost a win in my book. If you can like break somebody like that, you know, if you can get them to go after you, then that's a win. You don't have to shove them or hit them or anything. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right then. As long as they hit, actually physically hit anyone, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and have you got any juicy secrets that you'd like to give us? Juicy secrets. Because you, you said that you like to um, tell juicy secrets, so I thought it would be a good one to uh, potentially end on, because I know you've got to get back, so... 
Oh, to the table? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Unless I, you don't want to, and then we can just carry on talking, but... <laughs> no, I wish I wish I did have a juicy secret. I just, I tell too, too much. I tell nearly everything on, uh, on Tell Him Steve Dave, so there's, like, I really don't keep much in reserve unless I think, like, down the road I'm going to use it for something. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have any... I wish I knew something. It can be about somebody else. It doesn't have to be about. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking yeah. of other people, as well. Yeah. No. Not really. I mean, not that. Like. Yeah. No. Not really. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. I it's just. Yeah. And you're probably not going to answer this, but you know the um, you know the episode where um, Walt was um, listening to oh god the village people. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to say what the name was, or is that sworn to secrecy? Oh yeah. Well, he asked me to cut it out, and he never was like, "Yeah, go ahead and say it." So, um, yeah, I guess that would be a juicy secret that that I couldn't tell. It's not even that juicy, but <laughs> it was it was enough that I mean, it's actually kind of brilliant. But he, at the time, he, he was like, "Yeah, I don't I don't want to say that." because it might offend some people or whatever. Yeah. I thought, me and Quinn thought it was hysterical, but he doesn't really do that much anymore. I hope I cut that out. No, leave that shit in. Yeah. Um, whereas in the beginning, he was much, he, he treaded more lightly in the beginning uh, about offending people and shit. But now he's woke, so he can't possibly offend anyone. Because no. he's, he's like next level awareness type shit. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it, he asked me to cut it out and then never said, like, okay, go ahead and say it. So, yeah, I, would, I, I couldn't betray that no, that one. Yeah, there's there's mostly, I mean, I don't, I, we hardly cut it at all anymore. Yeah. Like, mostly everything stays in. But I'll tell you secretly, uh, off mic, yeah. what it was. And then you'll be super disappointed, like, that was it, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, oh, it's a yeah. good job you didn't hear that business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There we go. So I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, that was recorded actually on the Sunday. So uh, the Sunday I was flying home. So I uh, I had to kind of slot him in as as uh, as quickly but as easily as possible because of course you've got to work around their schedules, haven't you? It's not my schedule, but at the same time I couldn't miss my flight. So yeah, and then. Um, we also had other, we've had many, many ant moots, so many ant moots this year. I actually looked back to see how many events that we actually had on the, uh, TSD UK, uh, page. Um, sorry, it's TSD town UK page, um, which if you are from the UK and you want to join, please, uh, do so. Uh, you'll be able to find that on Facebook. We have set up three questions which are pretty reasonably easy, to be honest, for any TSD listeners. Um, it sounds awful. We we don't accept anyone outside of the UK, but that's purely and simply, not because we're isolating people, but purely and simply because we do arrange these amp moods and we literally, I think, last year I think there was like two... Uh, two every couple, uh, one every couple of months, sort of thing. Um, especially you know when 
Brian Johnson comes over or when, um, of course, Q comes over with the Impractical Jokers. So we like to make a big deal about it and actually all meet up as best as possible. So we're not isolating people. So if you do try and join and you can't get in, then please, please, please don't think that we don't want you in our group. It's just purely and simply because... You're from the wrong uh, wrong country. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm saying this now and it sounds so awful. But um, that the, the people who actually look after that page is myself and Claire. Um, Claire is on Twitter. She is Miss Bell UK. Um, also, you know, check her stuff out as well, because I seem to just be promoting everyone. But check her stuff out as well, because she makes these awesome hats and she does like knitting and uh, she does so much stuff. I think I'm sure if you actually message her on Twitter, she'll be able to fool you in a lot better than I am. Because <laughs> I'm just giving her a quick shout out, though, because Claire is a very good person and she's a very nice friend as well. So, so yeah, so that covers all of Edinburgh. Um, fast forward to July was the next convention. So that was the London Film and Comic-Con. And this was also on the last episode, of course. So I'm only going to touch upon this one. Uh, I, had, I had my friend Ian there. Um, I had Lucy, who was on the last episode, and Nicola, who was also on the last episode as well. If you remember, because I know it's been a while, Ian was the one who decided to spend time with his family rather than, uh, you know, come record a podcast with us. I mean, God, priorities, man. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, obviously we understood. At London Film and Comic Con, I managed to get quite a few interviews with a few celebrities. So that was, oh God, I was so nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I was so nervous. Like how I didn't keep the microphone shaking out of my hand I'm not sure it was it was unbelievable so this was again you've got to remember that this was my first kind of after Brian Johnson but I've kind of built up a bit of a rapport with him so it wasn't quite as nerve-wracking for him but with these other people I was absolutely shaking like a leaf and to be honest I didn't prepare myself very well the questions that I actually supplied were, um, well, I actually upset uh, Daniel Portman, Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm not sure yet if I'm actually going to keep that bit in or if I'll edit out because honestly, I'm ashamed by the question that I asked. So I I probably will edit it out. Um, But beforehand, I mean, he thought that the interview was absolutely bizarre, but he also quite enjoyed it a little bit, I think. So, Uh, so yeah, so I had Alicia Witt, Daniel Portman, a guy called Joe Dinicole. Um, I'm actually going to Google who he is because I know that sounds awful, but he just looked so sad that he didn't have anyone with him. And I just wanted to go over and speak to him. And like, and I also thought, well, you know, he's a bit of practice as well. But he, he is a, you know, he was a really, really nice guy. So I can't say anything negative about him either. So I'm just having a very quick look to see what movies and TV programs he's been in. Okay, so he's been in, a, I'm not sure if it's a film or a program called The LA Complex. Um, he's also been in Di- Diary of the Dead. So, okay, Diary of the Dead, that's kind of my cup of tea, so I might watch that. 
Um, obviously, again, I don't know how big a part he has on this as well. Um, my babysitter is a vampire. Okay, that sounds quite fun. Um, and The Virgin Suicides as well. So I actually quite like that film. So I don't ever remember seeing him in it. But then I suppose he could have been one of the kids. So that would make sense. Uh, again, nice guy. You know, he seemed to have a bit of fun with the interview. So that was good. Um, I also had the opportunity to speak to Mark Bernardian as well. Um, people will know him potentially from Fat Man on Batman, who he co-hosts with Kevin Smith. And I also got a soundbite from Kevin Smith. And you would have heard that at the very beginning of this episode, because that is my intro, always going to be my intro. But to manage to actually meet Kevin Smith in the flesh, well, actually three times, the first time I was shaking like a leaf. The second time I was shaking a little bit less like a leaf. And the third time I was kind of, you know, pretty much calm and pulled, as I said in the previous episode, I pulled my leggings down and showed him my, my tattoo. So shame it's not the finished one because it actually involves him and Ralph Garman now. So, you know, that would have been interesting for him to actually see his own face on that. So, <laughs> so yeah, that that is my leg to represent the podcast that I listen to. Um, not all of them, because there are an awful lot of podcasts that I actually listen to. So... But, you know, I'm a bit, I don't know, getting a little bit wacky, I think, you know, nearly 35. So I just figure, you know, why not? <laughs> so, yeah, so London Film and Comic Con. I'm going to insert the interviews I actually did with them now. I'm so sorry about any potential backing noise or um, any sound quality. Again, please note that this was the first time that I was actually doing an on-the-floor interviews with people what's the um best thing that you've ever done in your career oh some of my favorite roles have been the walking dead supernatural and also a movie called fun that i did when i was 18 very proud of that one there's i i feel very blessed though because there's been a lot of incredibly different roles and most of them have brought me some sort of deep personal satisfaction. So I'm grateful. Yeah, that's good. I um, I remember seeing you in Sybil for the first time. And um, yeah, I absolutely fell in love with your character. And um, it's like I'm slightly redheaded, pale skinned, and it just made me feel better about myself. So yeah, so thank you. Ginger Ninja. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yes. And do you know what Codswallop means? Okay, it means, like, talking rubbish. Ah, uh, that's what I figured it meant. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Thank you. Why, when you burn your hair, does it sound like... Uh, does it smell like bacon? It doesn't smell like bacon. It does? It doesn't. Bacon yeah. smells nice. Burnt hair is the worst smell in the world. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Can you cry underwater? Never tried it, don't know. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm shaking like a leaf here. You see this? <laughs> You're not that scary. Answers making you nervous. Okay. Um, let's let's go with one. Oh, okay. We're doing all of them. Yeah, all of them. Every single one of them. Why? Uh, why does um, pizza come in a square box? Uh, pizza comes in a square box. Yeah, I don't know. 
but I do know why what you're meant to do with the lid of a pizza a pizza box you're meant to use it as a bib you are this is 100% true you're meant to you're meant to sit with a pizza box on your lap and then have the, the top of the box up here and then you eat your pizza so it doesn't spell true story okay fantastic <laughs> exchange rate <laughs> why do people go up to tall buildings and then put money in binoculars to look at small things on, uh, to think oh, look at things on the ground that's going to sound great on your podcast that <laughs> um, um, I'm going to say well it's to, obviously it's to get a change of perspective I don't have any smart arse answer to that one I'm sorry but. I tell you what can we just skip to the end to say um... no if God sneezes, what should you say? Uh, nothing that doesn't exist. Um, if vampires can't see their reflection, why is their hair always so neat? Um, because they are narcissistic. And have you seen Twilight? Yes. I mean, they care far more about how they look than they do about anything else. What is Satan's last name? Uh, again, doesn't exist, so has no name. How fast do hotcakes sell? As set as fast as the audience or people who want them can buy them. There you go. I'm open bracket, ellipsis, ellipsis, close bracket, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop pod. That's an accurate name. Co- po- podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. I'm also I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne, and this was. Strange. Okay, well, thank you very much. Pleasure. These are really, really random questions. Okay, so can you cry underwater? Uh, yes. Yes? Yeah. Have you experienced that? Yes, I have. Are you going to give any more information? I, that's, I mean, I feel like I've answered it in full. Um, yes, I feel like I was probably learning lines while swimming and worked up to a cry and probably dunked under the water. I know I've done it. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, fantastic. Why, when you burn your hair, does it smell like bacon? First of all, I don't think it smells like bacon. I think it smells like hot garbage when you burn your hair. (laughs) Um, And I think that's because you're burning dead flesh, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the most intellectual um, answer I've had so far, so there you go. (laughs) And um, when God sneezes, what does he say? I think he says, uh, uh, me bless you. I don't know. <laughs> Would you mind just saying the last part for me, but obviously insert your name where it says I. Uh, I'm Joe, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the new Pod World Order Network. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Why does pizza come in a square box? Um, because it would roll all over the car if it was round. Yeah. yeah. See? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Why do people go up tall buildings and then put money into binoculars to look at things on the ground? Um, masochism. <laughs> I like your one of those answers. Why are there no bee batteries? Wow. Well, because we killed all the bees. Yes. No more honey, no more batteries. A's and C's only. If a jogger runs at the speed of sound, can he still hear his iPod? Uh, well, no, because that man is a robot who wouldn't listen to an iPod anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Very good answer, thank you. Um, would you mind just saying the last part for me? Let's see what the last part is. Um, and maybe fill in your name where it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to The Talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to The Talking Codswallop Podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Ah, and do you know what Codswallop means? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, it means um, basically like talking crap, talking shit, basically. Okay. So, but it's, um, yeah, it's a British slang, so... Well, then I have a new one for my arsenal now. There you go, yeah. I will drop it later today on some unsuspecting person. Yeah, and we're looking forward to your talk later as well. Okay, well, thank you very much for this. Sure, take care. Thank you, bye. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed them. Um, Yeah, like I said, the sound quality isn't fantastic, but I really did try. So next time when I go out on the road, you know, I'm hoping that now I've got a bit more confidence, kind of know what I'm doing a little bit more, that hopefully I would be able to make a better job of those interviews. So fingers crossed. And I've also got my uh, my press pass or press ban, sorry, from last year. I managed to get it off my wrist without breaking it. So who knows? I might be able to, you know, sneak undercover, you know, <laughs> get a few interviews that way. So I don't know. It probably will never happen. But um, I really wanted to get one with uh, with uh, Kevin Smith. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. It There was far too many people there. Far, far, far too many people there. Um, and I... I already took up loads of his time, so I didn't want to take up any more of his time because I knew that he, he, you know what Kevin Smith is like. He wants to see everybody that he can. So, uh, and then we're going to fast forward to, okay, well, I said that I'm going to touch upon the downs of the year. August, well, unfortunately, I know the date exactly. August the 14th was a pretty shitty day for me. Um, and things went a little bit downhill from there, really. Um, unfortunately, that day I got diagnosed with not only diabetes, um, it's just type two, and it's also a mild case. So, you know, I need to I need to sort out my weight basically. So it's all a positive thing now that I've got my head around it. But at the same time, it was such a hard hitting shock to actually be diagnosed with something. So I I never never even thought for one second that I had anything wrong with me I actually went to the doctor to get tested for something completely different so um after that appointment I was then on driving on my way to work and was involved in a quite serious car collision so anyone on Twitter um who follows me um you know follows me but sort of interacts my it probably will be aware that um fortunately a car drove into the back of me and ever since I've kind of been suffering very badly um I've been suffering with back pain quite badly and uh also you know just the mental part of it really it's still it still does uh scare me every time that somebody actually does drive up quite close to me um especially especially from behind, obviously, because majority of the time they're going to drive up close to me from behind anyway, aren't they? <laughs> they're not going to drive up close to me from front. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I've gone from being quite a confident driver now to being actually quite a, a nervous driver, um, especially when I can't quite work out their distance away. So undergoing um, a lot of 
you know, a lot of um, physiotherapy and hoping that that will get me all sorted and potentially fix other things that I had wrong with me in the first place. So it's all positive in a way. Now that I've kind of got my head around it a lot more, it is a lot more positive than I actually thought it was. Um, I needed a new car. Unfortunately, I didn't want to do it that way, but I did get a new car eventually because my car, unfortunately, because of the age of it, was actually written off. And honestly, after being in a car accident with it, I wouldn't have wanted to drive it again. So I'm kind of glad that I did have the option where I could have get the insurance involved, sorry, and actually get a payout for it being written off. So uh, so now I have a new car, uh, a beautiful purple Peugeot and is 17 reg so last year uh so very very young and he is a he and his name is frank because i love frank (laughs) so (laughs) originally it wasn't going to be called frank it was going to be called something different but uh i finally settled with frank and everyone keeps saying to me why why on earth have you called a purple car frank and to which i said to them 2017 bitch (laughs) my car can be whatever gender it wants to be so of course (laughs) frank is a girl (laughs) that's got no reflection on frank five at all um also talking about frank five very quickly and i have managed to get an interview with him and his uh his wife so mr and mrs five they are on one of my later podcasts this year, so you'll look forward to those ones. Um, also got another interview with Suzanne as well, Suzanne Francis. Uh, again, that's going to be, hopefully, if I can edit it all perfectly, that one is going to be another episode as well. So I'm thinking, hopefully, Frank 5 and Mrs 5 is going to be the next one. Um, that was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, Frank is a good character, but also so is Mrs. Five as well. So, um, right, I keep drifting again. And drifting is quite appropriate because now I'm on to the stage where I go to America. Trip of a lifetime. There was four of us who went. Uh, again, it was Carrie. It was Lucy from last episode who was there. Um, and a guy called Jez who is on... Uh, he's on Facebook. I don't believe he's on Twitter, but he is definitely on Facebook. So uh, he's, a, you know, he's a very nice guy as well. Uh, we spent 10 days together. So I'm safe to say that we are still friends. And we shared uh, we shared a room and we actually, you know, we still get along. I mean, there was touch and go. There was times when we probably wanted to have peace and quiet and didn't want to see each other for quite a while. And I think we all felt that way after a while. But you know, it was a fantastic holiday and we we started off in New York and of course we went to New Jersey as well, Uh, went to the Secret Stash and made Walt Flanagan an official baron. Uh, This was a birthday gift from the UK Ants. Uh, I have got a video of this so I will be putting this, 100% I will be putting this up on the Twitter page. Also had a look around the shop as well because I'd been there before, but Lucy and Kerry had never been before. So it it was really nice to actually see their reaction. Thankfully, we had been to a pub prior to attending the uh, Secret Stash because 
I definitely got a little bit jittery. Uh, even though, again, like I said, even though I've been there a year, nearly a year before, um, or just over a year before, in fact, I still, I still felt so nervous. I knew, you know, walking through those doors, it was just so stupid. I don't know if anyone else has ever had that, but I really, I just felt very nervous walking in there. So I also took my uh, TSD Vinyl 2 with me as well on the holiday. I managed to get quite a few signatures to that as well. So that's nearly full now. Uh, just need to get Sal and a few other people. So hopefully... Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm going to be able to get them done this year. So that would be that would be really good if I could. So yes, we stayed in New Jersey for a couple of days. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. One of the days we uh, took a ferry to New York, and that was brilliant. To be honest, if you ever get the opportunity to go to New York and New Jersey, then I highly recommend you take a ferry. Um, I can't remember which port, so you're going to have to look that up yourself. I'm ever so sorry, but we took this ferry from New Jersey to New York. It was so beautiful because you got to see New York in a completely different light in a way. Um, you got to see the skyline sort of coming towards you. Um, it's almost like you'd feel like your ancestors would do when they were actually on, well, hopefully they weren't on the Titanic, but uh, the other people that actually successfully got to New York um, managed to go under the Brooklyn Bridge. So that was fun. And also just, you know, you, we also got to see a Statue of Liberty as well while we were on the boat. So that was like a you know tick off kind of thing that we want to see it we didn't necessarily want to actually go in there up there you know kind of thing um because we were very much on a budget so if I go again I I may invest in doing that kind of thing but it all depends it all depends on how much it costs and things so yes so we went into New York and met up with um, Frank Five, Mrs Five and also Celeste as well. It was a really fun day. Uh, I think, you know, we, we wanted to do a little bit more sightseeing. Um, but because it was Halloween weekend as well, uh, we went over to Times Square and it was absolutely mental. I've never seen... Uh, I've been to Times Square before and this time it was literally cheek to cheek people um everybody was there so um I desperately wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible if I'm honest because I get I don't get claustrophobic as such but when I've got a lot of people around me I do get a little bit panicky so I, I'm definitely not a city girl I'm more of a town girl I believe so but then I've never lived in a city so we'll find out one day hey oh and we had this prick who was uh he was causing hassle with the lovely Frank Five and he Frank really handled himself very well, but this guy, he was clearly drunk off his uh off his head and potentially elsewhere, um, with, you know, drugs and things like that. But he was just being so passive aggressive as well and it was just completely unnecessary. But hey ho, Frank did the right thing, he walked away and uh hopefully that guy is now you know, rested. <laughs> I don't wish anything else harmful on him, but, you know, maybe arrested would be quite a good thing. So then we then went over to New Orleans, New Orleans for Halloween. Van 
bloody-tastic. Oh my god. Um, one point we had hurricanes, which was yeah, the size of a fishbowl. And it was fantastic because all of Bourbon Street, we could walk into every single bar with this drink. Uh, we, we got shots as well as it as well. I don't think a place has ever broken me as much as New Orleans has ever broken me. I have been informed by uh, Kerry that I actually fell asleep with my head on the toilet. So um, this literally has never happened to me before. And mum, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this now. (laughs) I love you. I'm ever so sorry. But I was in the hotel room. I wasn't in a bar. (laughs) So I was safe. (laughs) But um, yeah, it it was so funny though, because I actually didn't feel that drunk. It It must have just like been, you know, feeling a little bit queasy maybe and then I just decided that that seemed like a good place to have a little kip (laughs) so that was about two days worth of drinking New Orleans is fantastic it's such a laid-back area um I can see why people would want to live there it's just it's well I mean it was there Halloween weekend so I don't know what it's like other weekends but it just seemed like such a fun lively atmosphere and yeah I could see myself living there I felt comfortable enough to actually walk around the city on my own um because I you know we decided that we were going to split up for a bit so you know like I said we were together for 10 days so we all decided that it was necessary otherwise we probably would have like you know maybe fallen out or something ridiculous and none of us wanted that um I went to an aquarium that day uh it's kind of a bog standard aquarium really um but it was you know again it was fun it was so hot in New Orleans I'm used to like temperature 20 degrees um which I don't know what that is in American but you you can work that out it's probably about 50 to 70 I don't know something like that um so yeah 20 degrees uh celsius and that is our heat wave over here. At the maximum, it's 24. I think while we were there, it was about 27, 28. And it was so humid. I was almost dying because, like, I'm not the skinniest girl in the in the room. Um, but also, it was, it was just heat that I'd never experienced before because I'm not from that country. So that was, uh, that was definitely eye-opening. Um, and it's encouraged me to actually lose a bit of weight now so that I don't, that doesn't happen again to me, really. We then went on the cruise. Uh, so very, very hungover. Uh, this was the day after I'd uh, fallen asleep on my head on the uh, toilet seat. But apparently I managed to get myself back to bed. So I don't know quite what happened there. <laughs> Maybe I was sleepwalking when I had my head on the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, mum, mum, mum. I was sleepwalking when I was uh, <laughs> had my head on the toilet. <laughs> oh, I can see her face now. She's so going to give me a ripping for this. But hey-ho, entertainment. Yeah, so very, very hungover. The four of us went and we queued up for God knows how long. It felt like a lifetime, but I think it was probably about two hours. And we stood in line, slowly moving. I was struggling with this, um, the gift that Gary had made to take for Brian Johnson. 
Yes, so I didn't realise until I actually got on the boat that I could have taken off all of the packaging and it was in this wonderful little uh, carrier bag. But, uh, you know, you live and learn. (laughs) So, you know, I could have made life a lot easier, but I didn't realise. So, yeah, so I was struggling with that the whole time. And then, yeah, so then we managed to get on the cruise. Um. The cruise was fantastic, to be completely honest. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was was four days worth of partying and drinking, laughter and fun. And we went in the swimming pool for one of the days. Um, I actually went into my clothes, so that was interesting. And me and Kerry decided that we were going to push against the side and be elegant mermaids as we float backwards and of course Kerry nailed it but me I just jumped I fell like a turd in a pool so I was literally at the bottom of the pool with sunglasses on <laughs> and how I managed to keep the sunglasses on I have no idea but I'm sure that that was probably entertaining for other people so it was um it was definitely entertaining in my mind's eye so <laughs> I hope anyone who saw that really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, so we got to meet the Jokers. We got to meet Joey Fatone, um, Brian Johnson, of course, he was there. Um, And there were so many other people as well that uh, it was it was just so cool. And it was nice that we had an amp moot on the on the boat as well. So that was uh, I think that was arranged by Julia. Um, I'm sorry, I I don't know the Twitter handle, but um, most people know who Julia is. Again, that was fantastic, and it was it was nice to meet uh meet up with Cindy and Cullen, and their wonderful little boy. Uh, yeah, so so many people. That, uh, seriously, so many people that I've spoken to for so long, I managed to actually meet on that boat, and it was wonderful. And I also met up with a load of other people as well. That I just randomly started speaking to people because it was easier than, you know, not. <laughs> not speaking to people really because let's face it you all there for the same reason you all must have the very similar sense of humor if not identical so yeah so and there was entertainment pretty much from midday to about 1 a.m in the morning sometimes to uh karaoke all sorts really it was a lovely lovely holiday and it was nice to see the sunshine it was nice to go to mexico i didn't spend much time off the boat it was uh i think we were there for a couple hours at the very most and then decided that the the boat had everything that we needed really so didn't really need to get off of the boat at all and you know there's there's the drinks there (laughs) yay drinks miami vice is to die for oh my god it's like i don't i can't even remember what the ingredients are um but that it was amazing i absolutely loved that drink so oh um <laughs> yeah i drank a lot of that one <laughs> as you can imagine um and the food was really nice as well i know everyone goes on a cruise and they talk about the food it was nice it was a buffet um I think there was one of the days where we actually got up in time for actual breakfast. So that was uh, that was fun to actually have breakfast and 
uh, Joe Gatto actually that morning uh, decided to actually walk around the tables and he introduced himself and he came over and he said hi and yeah it was it was so chilled out and so relaxed and I'm happy to report there wasn't too many squeedy girls or none that I actually saw anyway so maybe I'd just become accustomed or I, I just blocked it out completely and to be honest it is a possibility that I blocked it out because I just didn't want to hear or see it so and then I came home and then I've had Christmas and all the other parts and you know had some depression set in because I wasn't on holiday anymore uh yeah so not real depression not real depression but um holiday yeah holiday blues did kick in a little bit though because I was I was happy on holiday and I think that's the case for everyone who uh comes back home don't they they always get a little bit sad so yeah that was that was my year really if you enjoy this episode which I really really hope you do and I'm not sure if it's actually a short episode or not to be honest but I think I've been talking for about an hour now so this episode is actually probably not going to be as short as I thought it was going to be so um I'm really really pleased to be back uh it's I have missed you all and I know that I'm talking to probably only about five of you out there just want to say a big big massive thank you to groupie to Jerome and to Mark Hurley who constantly every single Friday without fail you always do hashtag FF which is not fuck off Friday (laughs) Jerry it's um it's follow Friday I believe that's what it stands for but I'm pretty sure that's why but follow Friday me um this podcast every single week so I absolutely appreciate everything that you do I know that you don't have to include me in it and I really really appreciate the fact that you do um so if I can't tell you what my podcast uh Twitter handle is then I'm sure one of those three can (laughs) um but no seriously it's at talk i just muffed it up again (laughs) it's at codswallop pod so if you um if you fancy festival if you fancy being on the show i'm hopefully gonna get my act together this year and i'm gonna be a successful podcast um my still intention is to have uh, everybody a different guest every week or every fortnight whenever i can do it um and also I want to see how many people you know are interested in actually being on the show so if you are interested please let me know um my personal twitter is at gem2483 see I had to even think about that one as well (laughs) and uh yeah I think I've covered everything um I love to I love to have little chats with people so if you want to have a chat with me please 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 do so because I'm very needy and I need affection and I need people to uh tell me stuff and just talk to me please no I'm not really that (laughs) I'm not really that needy but um if you do want to strike up a conversation then in my opinion I'm very approachable so feel free to do so so Yes, so I think I can safely say that I have talked enough Codswallop in this episode and it's so fantastic to be back and hopefully editing will be commencing shortly, my course, uh, so I will be able to get out some 
fantastically professionally sounding episodes um you know sounding very much like the Dequilin Quinn of uh you know podcasting world or it might just continue as I do anyway <laughs> so who knows <laughs> I'm very unreliable um you're not unreliable but I'm just uh like to do my own thing so yes yeah, so this is me signing off and thank you very much for listening <laughs>